welcome to the Joy with Jacks podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Stevens. I'm a high performer, a Virgo, a manifesting generator, and my emotions are my superpower. I was a director of global education and I've turned into a transformational coach. Several years ago, I had a big bout with burnout, a big breakup, and I started my spiritual journey to discover who am I without all of these external accomplishments and achievements. My journey always led me back to relationships. I also started to master the nuances of dating in the modern world. Now, as a certified relationship and self-development coach, a master energy practitioner, and a science of well-being from Yale, I work with high-achieving women to create relationships that they really want. Whether you're single or paired, my intention for this podcast is to educate you on ways that you can become more intimate with yourself, more intimate with your desires, and more intimate in your relationships. Get ready for Relationship Joy with Jax. Hey, how are you? Have I said thank you yet for being a part of this community, for listening in? So if this is your first episode, welcome. And if you've listened to all of them and are a repeat offender, welcome back as well. Just wanted to tell you I'm so grateful that you're here. So a couple of little things you might have noticed. I am on Apple Podcasts. Finally, it took a minute, but I'm there. And for those of you who don't know, I actually post this on YouTube as well. So if you want to look at me in the eye, you have the option to go to my YouTube channel. You can type in Joy with Jax and find it. And I also wanted to let you know if you're a repeat offender, I'm so happy that you're here and I would love to ask you to share this podcast with a friend or a relative or an ex that you feel like (laughs) might be able to use it. Um, It's fun to see who is absorbing this, what the stats are, men versus women. I shouldn't say versus, but men and women, the age groups that are listening. Um, It's been so fun to watch and I'm so excited to see this grow. So if you love it, please, please share. And it's been a couple of weeks since I've been here, and there's lots of reasons for that. But one of them that I really want to acknowledge today is that I feel, not I feel, I know that we're in this perpetual state of grief. Um, There's so much that's happening on a daily basis Um, that we're exposed to, seeing in the news, um, watching within our communities, the things that are happening in our own lives. And so I've been tired. (laughs) And I'm sure some of you can relate. And so I just want to acknowledge the state of emotion that you might be in and thank you again for showing up as an investment in your own development with the shootings that have happened um, in Texas and in Buffalo. Um, I know we're all overwhelmed um, with the stubbornness of some things that continue to happen in our nation. And um, 
I know that if you're listening to this, you all, you likely are an advocate for change. And so I want to encourage you to be an advocate for change in your own life, but in the conversations that you have with friends and family about issues like gun control. Right before that, it was Roe versus Wade. And so there's a lot that's happening. And I think it's important for us to acknowledge that. So I see you uh, rest when you need to rest. And that will allow you to be able to step up and step in to be the warrior that you need to be in your own life. And a warrior with love, which of course to me is one of the most important things that we can do is step up and step into our relationships with uh, gratitude and with grace and with grit. So on that note, Today, we're going to talk about mental mastery. I'm really excited for today's episode. Um, we're going to talk about how your mindset affects you and your relationship. I'm going to walk you through the different types of beliefs or thoughts that we can have that hold us back, and I'm going to give you a tool on how to be able to move forward. And the reason why this is so important is because we all have ideas or thoughts or beliefs that results in actions that we either take or that we don't take within relationships. And so today we're going to address the root of it. The root is um, our thoughts and how we can allow those to be more malleable so that we can have better relationships. Because when we are rigid in our thinking and we're rigid in how we are showing up in relationships and inflexible and avoidant, then it costs us. It costs us disconnection in relationships with family and friends, our intimate relationships. It costs us loneliness um, from that avoidance um, and not pursuing relationships. And if you haven't, you could listen to episode, I think it's two, where I talk about the cost, the health, the health benefits of being in relationship and some of the costs of avoiding relationships. Um, our mindset also affects, you know, how we hold resentment and frustration mentally, emotionally, um, and also in our bodies. And it inhibits us from being able to be uh, communicative in a proactive way. So the benefit from today, if you're able to listen to today, of course, I will offer some coaching questions at the end. I always want to pay you for your time and want to offer that to you. But today's episode is really all about creating an awareness so that you can support your mind in being more flexible, your mind in being more playful when it comes to relationships. I want to support your mind in being more curious so that you can start to create more solutions within your relationships so that you can be in joy, so that you can grow. That's what this podcast is all about. So we're going to talk all about mental mindset, mental mastery, and um uh, we're going to examine, you know, how do you get mentally stuck? How do you get unstuck? How do you get back to that space of being able to be proactive and productive, which is really getting back to a place of awareness. 
So again, be a student today, uh, be open to learning. If you've got your pen and a journal, amazing, grab it so you can note questions. And I want you to understand yourself. I want you to get unstuck and I want you to take away a tool so that you can start to master your cognitive patterns so that you can be in better relationships. So we've talked about this before, but I, it's always important to recognize and note that you are a whole person, <laughs> your mind, your body, your spirit. And what I teach my clients is that we have four bodies and we actually have more, but again, for today's conversation, we'll stick with these four. And the four bodies are divided into two masculine bodies, more yang bodies, and then we have two yin bodies. So those are the two energies. Our masculine bodies are our mind, our brain, the cognitive function that we have, and then our physical bodies. And then we have the yin, which is our feminine, and that is our emotional body and our spiritual body. Um, We are not going to talk about that as much today. We're going to talk about that more next week, but we have to mention all of it because we're dimensional beings. Um, We aren't linear beings, as we are told. We have dimensions. There's dimensions to who we are, and it's important to holistically be able to look at that. So with mental mastery, um, it's important for us to recognize that um, our thoughts, so our mindset and our emotions, which is our emotional body, which is that more feminine, those have interplay. And so in order for us to actually change the outcomes of our life, so our behaviors, we have to be able to get to the core thinking of those thoughts and our emotions. So for any of you, you might be familiar with something that's called the T-cycle, T-E-A, and it's an acronym for T is for thought, E is for emotion, and A is for action. So in order to change anything long-term, like our actions, again, our results, we need to be able to get back to our thoughts and our emotions. So that's why we're going to talk about this today. We're going to focus on our masculine yang body, which is our mental body, because our thinking effects are doing. So what is mental mastery? Mental mastery is the degree of which you understand your inner workings of your mind and how those determine your daily experiences. So why mental mastery is important is because with mental mastery, you can support your mind and start to create new experiences beyond what you already know and beyond what you thought was potentially possible. So with mental mastery, um, we can expand and elevate our lives. So it's a pretty, uh, it's a huge thing for us to consider. That's why mindfulness you know, meditation, all of these things that we can do to really shift and meld our mind are so important. So this is going to introduce you into some things that will help you deepen that process that'll support you in um, having a new direction and a new vision for where you want your mindset to go. So if you haven't already, set your intention for today's podcast. 
The purpose again for today is to understand that our thoughts are a method for self-understanding. Our mindset is the intersection of our beliefs, of our attitudes, of our judgments and our prejudices, both towards ourselves and of other people. So our mind is where we collect all of this information that's coming at us and we're able to synthesize it. We are able to say what we think is true and what we think is untrue. Um, we're able to perceive our own self-worth, right? If we find ourselves valuable, that's a result of how we are thinking and feeling about ourselves. in addition to how we perceive other people's value and worth. So if you look at your life and you think about, um, I mean, I could name any politician, but you, you think about your neighbor, how do you perceive their value? Do you respect them? Do you think kind things about them? Do you have positive, um, do you have positive intent with them? So how we view others is a reflection of, you know, how we ultimately view ourselves. So it's really important to understand too that thinking and knowing are not the same thing. So thinking is a thought. I want us to be able to think of thoughts can move through our head and they might be true and they might be untrue. But a knowing is something that's a lot deeper. A knowing involves the masculine energy um, merging with that more feminine energy and there's a knowing in the body, right? That's when we, that's when we're really able to get back to our intuition is by merging these two energetic forces, the masculine and the feminine. So how do our thoughts work or how do our thoughts not work? Um, and our thoughts are, this is important to know, our thoughts are our ego, right? So our brain, I want us to kind of think about this as our ego. I like to think of our mind as it's actually not what's running the show. Like I can, if you're watching on YouTube, I can move my hands around and I'm not really telling what my hands to do with my brain. My body has this knowing of like how I'm able to move and shift and function. So our, our brains are an observer for our experience. They observe things. And so when we think about that, it's actually our, like our ego, it's the place of where we find our knowing of our worth, of where our desires live partially. And so our thoughts, they center you, your thoughts center you. You have true thoughts and you have untrue thoughts. And you also have projections in your mind about experiences or emotions that you've experienced or other people have experienced. And oftentimes what our minds want to do is they want to solve how we feel. And the brain is trying to solve a problem in the mind so that our body doesn't have to feel the emotion. So our thoughts are a way for your mind or your ego, it wants to protect you from the emotion. And so as your coach, <laughs> your coach of the hour, I'm here to remind you that you can't protect yourself from emotion. Emotion's going to happen. Emotion is just going to happen regardless. And so it's how we're able to fuse the communication between our emotions and our thoughts so that we can get back to a place of feeling safety. 
So we're going to touch just briefly on the physical body because it's another masculine body, but you already know what the physical body is. It's your juicy, delicious physical body. It consists of your flesh and your bones and your brain and your organs and your veins and the fascia, the connective tissue, all of those goodies that hold your body together. That is your physical body, your other masculine body. So what is being stuck? What's being stuck in a thought and I want to describe this for you. Being stuck in a thought, you you might not necessarily think about this often, but you might be stuck from a place of, oh, I'm stuck with my results. So this is a call to action for you. If you're stuck in a certain place in your life, maybe you're stuck in relationships, which is probably why you're listening to this. Amazing. Welcome. But when you're stuck in relationships, it's because of the actions that you're taking. And so as a coach, we would address some of the actions that you're taking, but we go further. And what we really do is we break down what some of the thoughts and some of the emotions that you're having that are holding you back from creating deep and meaningful relationships. And so being stuck is, is, is it when you are having difficulty moving through uh, a catabolic or a um, unpleasant thought or emotion? So catabolic emotions is like this lower level energy, um, and I'll describe it to you in terms of how they feel, because that's going to make a lot more sense. If you have thoughts that are full of rage or hate or jealousy, maybe you're battling insecurity or depression, overwhelm, basically any emotion that doesn't feel good, that's a catabolic emotion. And being in that place can cause you to be stuck. Like you can be stuck in that place. It's really hard to get out of it. Um, And so today, again, I'm going to introduce you to a tool to help you get out of that place. So what's keeping you stuck are uh, cognitive patterns. This is like how your brain is currently wired. And so what you and I are going to do today is I'm going to hold your hand and walk you through how to rewire how to change your thoughts, how to wake your brain up from being in monkey or lizard brain um, and allowing yourself to wake up to a possibility of creating something that's different than what you have. So these cognitive patterns, um, I'm going to use another acronym, and they're called the GAILS. So G-A-I-L. And I'm going to walk you through each one of these um, archetypes of thoughts these kinds of thoughts and how they're holding you back. And then I'm going to introduce you into a tool for you to better understand how you'll be able to move through these sticky, nasty catabolic thoughts. How does that sound? Awesome. So the first one for G is gremlins. So a gremlin is... um, This is, this archetype is like a, it's your meanest, nastiest inner critic. And in one way or another, this inner critic is telling you that you're not good enough, that you're not smart enough, that you're not cool enough, that you're not attractive enough, or that you're not successful enough. Basically, this gremlin is, is telling you that there's some kind of lack So for relationships, some of the gremlins um, for, you know, someone who's seeking relationship, it might be that, um, you know, I have to, I'm, um, I'm not attractive enough, right? Like I need to, I need to have a better body 
or I need to, you know, be at a better place with my finances before I can be in a relationship. And that's not true. <laughs> like, it's just not true. So um, what's another example of a gremlin? Um, so it could be about like appearance. It could be, again, it could be about value or worth or your, able, your ability to contribute whether that's financially, right? Your ability to create security for someone. I'm not at that place. Um, so since I'm not there, I, you know, I don't deserve to be in relationship. And again, not true. So then the next is A for assumptions. So we all have assumptions based on our experiences, based on, you know, our parental influences, based on the relationships we've had um, with work in romantic relationships and how we're approaching our relationships now. So assumption is basically an expectation that because something happened in the past, that it's going to happen again, right? So you're assuming that something's going to happen because it's happened in the past, right? So it could be an assumption that um, about abandonment. Well, none of my relationships have worked out in the past. So, um, uh, why would they work out in the future? Um, the assumption is that, you know, I've, well, I've, I've, I've put myself out there before and it, and it hasn't been successful. Um, or he, he left me in the past and I know that my future boyfriend, they're, they're all going to leave me too. So the first thing is recognizing like, okay, you're having this assumption and to, to just be like, oh, here we go. Oh my gosh, here it is. I've got an assumption. <laughs> like I have observed that I have an assumption. And then again, if you work with a coach, we work on like massaging your brain so that you can start to create different beliefs around, well, what do you really want to believe around relationships and what's possible to you for you? Um, how are you showing up? How do you expect other people to show up for you? So the third um, type of cognitive pattern, the third archetype, this one that starts with the I, is interpretations. And so this is uh, an opinion or a judgment that you create about a situation that's happened to you or to somebody else. Um, and you think that everything else is going to happen like that. So the opinion or the judgment, um, the way in which you're interpreting a situation is holding you back from your ability to create a new relationship. Again, it could be um, when I think of myself, I think of like capital T traumas, which would be, you know, losing a parent, right? So for me, it was losing my dad. And with that, I, you know, interpreted that event with how I saw abandonment, right? like how I felt abandonment. It was, I, I interpreted that um, any, any male relationship that I had would, would leave. So that's an example of how that might show up potentially in your life. And so again, it's about recognizing when we do have these things that are popping up and how we want to shift them moving forward. So the last type of um, pattern, cognitive pattern, the archetype that we're going to talk about is a limiting belief. And I know this probably doesn't need an, an explanation, but of course I'm going to give it to you. But a limiting belief is something that you accept about your life, um, accept about yourself, 
you accept about the world or about the people in it that limits you in some way. So um, a limiting belief could be that there's no good men out there, right? That um, all the good women are married already. Um, that you know, no one's going to be serious about you. Um, that all men on dating apps, um, you know, aren't serious, whatever the limiting belief is. So even if you're not in the terms of dating, limiting belief in a relationship can be like, this person doesn't care about me. Like I care about them, right? Like I'm more invested in relationships than other people. And so that limiting belief um, shows up by you not communicating in relationship. You're like, well, I, you know, maybe you're in a victim. You're in victim. You're allowing yourself to be in victim, which is what all of these thought patterns are doing us. They make us feel bad for ourselves. Like, oh, woe is me. Woe is me that no one's going to want to be with me. I mean, I used to think this thought. I used to think when I was in my relationship that I, you know, nobody else was going to want to be with me. So I couldn't, how could I leave my relationship? Nobody else in their right mind would want to be with me. So if you're on um, YouTube, you're going to see what I look like. And if you're not on YouTube watching this, go to my Instagram. But I'm a, you know, moderately attractive, blonde hair, blue eyed woman who loves to wear red lipstick. And for me to think that the only person that was going to find me attractive was my ex was absolute bonkers. But I was so stuck in that thought pattern at the time. Um, and so I just want to assure you that regardless of where you're at with your limiting beliefs, with the assumptions that you're having, with how you're interpreting things, or with these nasty ass gremlins that are telling you that you're not enough, that you have the ability to change that you can change your thoughts. And if you're willing, I would love to introduce a tool to you to support you in changing those thoughts. So as someone who's really familiar with this work, um, one thing that I've noticed is that it's hard for me to just like think of the thought. It's hard for me to be like, oh, I've got a thought and it's not, it's not well. So generally we recognize um, something needs to change because we're not liking the result that we're getting. So if you're stuck in terms of how to move forward with um, having a really hard conversation, if you're stuck um, in your career or you're stuck wherever, what we need to start to do is really press pause, right? So wherever you're stuck and you have to have the awareness like, okay, I know that there's a thought in here that I have the ability to um, flex and change and get curious and playful with, not judgmental, right? Like you can judge the thought in terms of um, being discerning with it, accepting that it's there, accepting that you're having this thought, um, but we have to be able to work with it. So I'm going to walk you through, you might want to bookmark this part, um, my six-step mental mastery tool. So again, you're going to notice that you have a stuck thought because you're not going to like behaviors, or maybe you are already recognizing you have a stuck thought. Awesome. The first step, number one step is press pause. Um, the second step is to accept. The third is to name the thought. 
The fourth is to validate your thought. The fifth is to hug it out. And the sixth is to design a new thought. So if you have one handy, if you're like, oh, I've got this thought and it's really been bothering me for a while or I'm not liking it, amazing, write it down. If you've got your journal, if you've got a pen, I'm going to walk you through how to work with that thought so that you can get to a place of more anabolic emotion, more joy and more ease and more flow and more creativity, more love and acceptance. So again, step one is to press pause. It's to recognize that something difficult has come up. It's time to observe and it's time to allow your internal observations to activate. So pressing pause is not about taking action. So I want to remind you, this isn't about like doing something. This is just about cultivating a different way of being and a different way of seeing. So the second thing we do when we press pause is we're going to accept. We're going to accept that you're human and that it's okay to take breaks whether it's five minutes or 15 minutes or an hour nap, it's okay to take breaks to clear your mind to create different outcomes. Because if you don't clear it, you can't create anything new. So I want you to know that our thoughts can create anger and resentment and stress and shame. And all of those thoughts and emotions are a part of the human experience. I want you to accept that these thoughts that are passing through your mind are like weather passing through the sky. You get to choose what you water here. So the third step is to name the thought, like really like name it and say it out loud. So the science actually says that you Um, can actually name it to tame it, meaning you can name the thought and name the emotion that you're having in order to diffuse it. So just by identifying the thought or the emotion that you're having, you can diffuse it. This allows us to go deeper where we can do deeper inquiry. And through labeling our thoughts and our emotions, we're really able to expand our emotional fitness, and our mental mastery. So once you've been able to isolate and name the thought, congratulations, the next step is for you to validate your thoughts. So what this means is it means it's time for you to tell yourself that it's okay um, that you're thinking or feeling the way that you are. So I want you to like look at yourself. This is where inner child work comes in. I want you to look at yourself as like a loving provider, a loving parent, like the most loving parent that you could have. And it might not be your actual parent, but someone who would just treat you so loving and so tenderly. And from that place, I want you to say, it makes sense all of these thoughts that you're thinking, it makes sense. So this wise inner parent, this higher self, this coach of yourself 
is telling you that it makes sense that you're thinking these things, right? It's, it's, it makes sense. It's, um, it's important for us to say these things to ourselves to make sure that we're coming from a place of compassion, right? Even though these thoughts likely are not true, um, we need to come at it from a place of compassion versus judgment. So again, that's why this inner child healing work is so important at this stage because so many of us have had someone come in and be judgmental with us which is why we are thinking the way that we are. And so the work here, again, is to do that self-healing work of being able to validate our own experience. And so once we've done that beautiful validation, then what we can do is hug it out. And I love this step. I literally talk with my clients about how beautiful an opportunity this is for us to literally give ourselves a hug, an energetic hug. So I, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm literally wrapping my arms around myself and rocking back and forth. It's a great way to self-soothe. You can give yourself just an energetic hug. Um, you can think of this like wise inner parent or um, highest self version of you giving yourself now a hug or giving yourself a hug as a little sweet cherub. I always think of baby Jack's like I will go back in time and give her love that she didn't necessarily feel that she needed in those times. So this is a beautiful way to soothe yourself um, and really tell yourself that you've got this, like you've got this. Those thoughts aren't true. We're going to get through this. And that leads us to our sixth step, which is it's time to design a new thought. It is time to um, look at, I'm going to call it like it is, that trash thought that you had, which says you're not worthy or you're not successful enough or you're not beautiful enough or you're not this enough or you're not big enough or small enough. Whatever that thought is, it's telling you that you're not enough. Fuck that thought and also acknowledge that thought and then set it to the side and say, you know what? It's time for me to create a new thought that actually does work better for me. So an example, you know, if you were someone that is struggling with body acceptance, right? Like, oh, I don't feel good about where I'm at in my uh, with my body right now. And the old thought is basically like, you need to lose, however, 20 pounds in order to feel loved and valuable. The new thought, I'm going to walk you through what that's going to look like. The reason why we need these new thoughts is so that um, you have an, a, a place to move forward because we've identified this old thought doesn't serve you. And so we must reparent ourselves, create a new thought that gives us a better outcome. You get to choose the thought. You get to choose how you reparent yourself and how you re-empower yourself and so this is an opportunity to really think about what thoughts do I want to move forward with? What thought is going to give me curiosity, acceptance, and peace? What thought is going to foster ease? And so if you were someone who was struggling with, again, body um, positivity, body issues, um, then your new thought could be something around, you know, 
my size doesn't dictate my ability to give or receive love, right? Like I am valuable regardless of my size. I um, deserve to give and receive love. My size doesn't define me. All of these are ideas of new thoughts. And so again, this is your work to figure out how you want to start to rewire your brain. So I say all of this, I give you this tool because again, no matter the thought that you're having about relationships, about your career, um, we have the power and the ability to rewire. And so I give this to you um, with love and responsibility. And I also urge you to use this method so that you can create a life that feels better and more juicy. So we're getting to the final little bit of today's show. And I want to ask you some questions. It's time to reflect, beautiful soul. And the first question is, what were your insights on your mindset? So you can pause, you can grab your journal, but I want you to just dissect what some of your insights were. What did you become aware of about your mindset through today's conversation about gremlins and assumptions and interpretations, limiting beliefs, and knowing that our thoughts and our emotions are the thing that create our actions? What did you, what are you taking away from today's episode? How can you start to better master your mindset right now? What's something that you can do, a practice that you can take? And what are you excited to bring into your next week? What are you excited to leave behind? So those are your reflections for the week. And I want to just, I want to leave you with an offering. So I know you walked away with a lot of understanding about yourself, about how to rewire, about some of the things that are holding you back. And if I could give you one thing outside of the tool that I've already given you, it's to create a ritual to just, you know, maybe it's at the end of the day or maybe it's at the beginning of the day, but for you to just think about yourself for the last 24 hours and what has been, um, amazing, like what you're grateful for and what was challenging. And that in and of itself is going to help you to better understand your mindset about the things that are continually coming up, the things that are sticky. And I want to extend an invitation to you. If you are a woman and you are at the place where you are wanting to create some new outcomes for your life and for your relationships and, um, you resonate with the show, go to the notes and I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to connect to see if we're a good pair on moving you forward in your relationships. Until next time.